Welcome, welcome everyone to the On The Mark Unedited Podcast, and I am your host, Miss Nita Marquez, along with my co-host, Mr. Giovanni LaRue. And we are here to take you on an unedited journey to living your life on the mark. So, um, this is where East meets West. Hey. And um, Millennials meets Gen X. Yeah, yeah. And um, Women meets... Man. Guys, man, I can't. I can't call you a man yet. You're like 21 years grown, younger than me. I'm a grown <laughs> ass man. Okay, I'll let. Okay, I pay my bills. Man. I got my own crib. I got my. I got things going. I'm a grown man. Okay. I do my thing. I take care of my responsibilities. Lessons. So if you're still living at home with your parents, you're not qualified. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here just first. Just saying, though. you said that that you makes it, you a man, right? Hey, I respect it. Hey, unedited. Let's stay. I, Although, if man. you're building a business, I, I do respect that. A guy that would, like, actually move in with his parents to, like, build, build his own business. business or follow your dream, like, when you know, like, in your gut that that's, you're going to make shit happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I respect it as long okay. as there's a plan. You yes, know, yes. You know, you're like, only a man if you're living with your parents only, and there's a plan. You're only a man if you're a man with the plan, Dan. And and Boss. you're only a man <laughs> if you're a man with the plan that you're executing. Because mm. notes don't make money unless you follow the notes with action. Exactly. Wow, that was like literally the topic of my whole week. It's just being <laughs> about action. Like people yes. talking about things and saying all these things that they want to do but not pushing forward with it. And I feel oh like... Oh my gosh, how many people do we know like that? Oh, so many. But I think that's what fuels We up. live in LA. It's the city of narcissism and bullshit. Smoke and mirrors. Yep. And people saying what they're going to yep. do and they don't do any of it. It's real. And it's like you got, and it's so funny you even brought that word up because even with that, like <laughs> I hear it more like thrown out here in LA mm-hmm. more than I've ever heard it anywhere else. And I always have to yeah. think to myself, like, huh? What smoking mirrors narcissist? or narcissism? Yeah, like even oh, like being in it, I have to be yeah. like, hey, am I being a narcissist right now? Like it's that present. In, yeah. In oh yeah. Time. No, I I like I like think. Ooh, that was a narcissistic moment. No, honestly, <laughs> like people, everybody has elements of narcissism. Okay. Everybody does. What everybody has elements of codependency. Everybody has elements of depression. Everybody has elements of, everybody has elements. Mm-hmm. To be a clinically diagnosable narcissist, you have to be a fucking asshole. Like a super <laughs> self-absorbed asshole. That's yeah. different. That's different than just like you having a narcissistic window mm-hmm. because you know you fly and you're like, oh, that girl He's likes fine. me or oh, I'm better than that guy. You okay, you have those windows, you have those moments, but you're not a clinically diagnosable no, narcissist. for sure. I check myself every day with those kind of things. But no, you're very humble. It comes to show because there are a lot of people that, that say these things mm-hmm. and even like just to go and show on the mark unedited. Yeah. Just to see how that that even became a thing. It was it was just an idea. It was just a, a something that. We and that was at. not narcissistic. It was just an idea that we had because it was like, it was really about empowerment. Yeah. It was about empowerment. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what. I met you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing this whole podcast about oh, is oh, being on the mark. What is on the mark? Oh, being Tell on the mark. Oh, I'll tell you what it is. Being on the mark is being truly yourself, setting your goals with no distractions that'll stop you from getting there, focusing in on that target, and mm-hmm. using all the integrity that you have to get through all the bullshit and stay on the mark. And that said, Ooh. if you're going to live your life on the mark, Ooh. 
you said the number one word that I love, integrity. But you can't have integrity unless you integrate all of it, which means your bullshit, your mistakes, your fuck-ups, the things that you continue to fuck up on on a daily. Like, every night before I go to bed, I have to forgive myself for at least 50 things throughout the day (laughs) that I fucked up with. So, I mean, no, seriously. It's it's about being unedited. It's about taking an unedited inventory of your shit Mm -hmm. and blending it with all the things to keep yourself on the mark because you really have to, to take true accountability to yourself it's not about being accountable to others although that's important it's about being really accountable to yourself and at the end of the day you go to bed with your conscience you wake up with your conscience it's the first thing you wake up with and it's the last thing you go to sleep with at night more than any person so you're not accountable to another human being you're accountable to yourself so live your life unedited so you can rectify that shit and like as much as we say because we say it all the time Mm -hmm. being on the mark where did that even come from because like since I've met you on the mark has been a thing already like since before me and you became you know very close and we talked and etc on the mark was already a thing like what created that and what is even the name itself on the mark what why is it spelled with a Q I'm sure people are wondering oh well that okay so on the mark just y'all know on the mark like spelled with a Q M-A-R-Q like my name Nita Marquez Uh, Um, you know on the mark is really about it's actually about my jumpsuit line I had a jumpsuit concept um, I created and I am currently patenting something on it it's called a drop cut because it's cut to be dropped Um, very unique element about my jumpsuits but when I came up with the jumpsuit uh, I had to have a name for my company and on the mark hit me like I mean literally on the mark like it was like a bullseye like on my head and it just landed in my brain it was really really clear Mm. as day it was like a voice outside of myself but was inside my head and said to me hey it's on the mark like your jumpsuits are on the mark this is for women this is for every woman and that was the whole point was to say listen this is for you to be on the mark this is for you to actually be your beautiful self in this jumpsuit it's cut to show your curves it's also cut to make you more curvy if you want to have more curves because a lot of women that are thinner they look really voluptuous in them yeah um it makes everybody look like they have a a nice ass and i mean personally i'm think I was a man in another life. I think I was an ass man, so I like asses. Yeah. So I really wanted to accentuate that part of the body. Every person can really appreciate a nice ass. Yeah. Because it takes work. It takes work, dedication, genetics. Yeah, and with you guys too, because like, I'm sorry, like the phrase guy butt, that's a derogatory term. Y'all, some of y'all have some nasty asses. What? First of all, <laughs> I'm not talking course, about you. No, I think. Listen, I gotta defend the men on this show. At no, least. but there seriously, some nasty, hey, some of y'all got some stink ass booties. We know, and you still leave the skid marks on the underwear. That's yes, you know that's gross. Go in, you know? Yeah, but, but I do. I know. I play football. I play baseball. So that's always been a, the, a conversation yeah. that women had, and it was, it was actually kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Like, no, I women, we like ass. We like ass, but. Definitely in my other life as a man, I like I was an ass man. I liked women with big asses. All but, but so I really <laughs> created my my design to um, accentuate all the the curves of a woman's body and say, listen, when you wear this jumpsuit, you're on the mark. You're on your mark. Your personal look that's yours. That's what it's all about. So um, it it derived from the idea of of that and evolved into the idea of you know this concept of being on the mark 
being unique to yourself and being your most amplified version of your uniqueness, that to me was like, it said something. And so there was a note of my essence, me as a writer and me as a motivator, me as a fitness personality or whatever people view me as each respective way that people view me, there's always that essence of my ideology and and that is the essence of it is is embracing and amplifying your uniqueness like i love that fucking love it like so much like i literally if that idea could be like a person i would have sex with it all day like i love it so much yeah no i agree if i, if I loved anything that much i'd be having sex with it all the time but it's it, it goes to show because like even when I because that's about the time that we met when um, cause I was, was I had just gotten it off the ground maybe about it just got its legs maybe about seven months before I met you yeah but yeah. I was like still like there were there were there were legs but they were like crawling yeah yeah <laughs> I remember I remember it was cool because even the way we met was based mm-hmm. off of that because I remember when we did speak the first time I ever met you was at mm-hmm. a gym I was working at mm-hmm. and you came in with an all red jumpsuit. yes I was wearing the red one because oh. it's fire. Yes. I'm not gonna front. It was fire, but it's funny because like, <laughs> it's funny because was that a, was that a people, compliment? To me? It, it was kind of a compliment, but <laughs> we understand if you have flair that you're gonna wear something like that's very beautiful like that, and it accentuates your curves. It is something that it looks very comfortable. That's the mm, first thing it that is, most people it is, see. It, is. it looks very. Um, useful it's something that can be used on a daily basis and i've seen you dress it up i've seen you yeah. use it like for the i gym. do i like to wear it to business meetings to the, work it's the funniest yeah. thing just to imagine like obviously meeting marquez walking <laughs> in with that suit but the way i met her she was on an elliptical wearing an all red suit <laughs> swinging her arms as she's going up I, singing I to herself as I she's working out when i do my cardio <laughs> as she's working out you know, and it, it, it became that uh, that intriguing thing because it was something that you did shine. You, you know, being oh, on the thank mark. You. No, for sure, being on the mark, and everything in the essence that you've created in that jumpsuit, I can mm. see why it was something that people loved and people started yeah. to develop. And even the more I saw it, it made me want to join to see what was going on with that. And then we talked, and mm. I really got drawn in with mm. the whole concept of the business because. I was raised by a single mother, you know, like... Well, you want to go ahead and tell them what the concept you're talking, you're referencing us, because this this is is what what you jumped on board about. For sure. This is exactly why I even became a part of, like, On The Mark, because, yeah, it's a nice jumpsuit. There's jumpsuits out there that everybody has. You can go to Forever 21 and find a jumpsuit. Yeah, but mine are better quality. They're trash. (laughs) Theirs are trash. Mine are better quality. For sure. And, yeah, so when I first met you, you know, Mm. we talked about something that really stuck home with me, because of the fact that, you know, I was raised by a single mother. You know, we talked about that when we first met mm-hmm. and you were working for a company. Um, for my I was volunteer. I was volunteering for uh, them for a new economics for women. I helped uh, them create the moms helping moms division where they do fundraising events specifically for their single mothers because yeah. they support they support low income families. But about 80 percent of their constituents are single mothers. Mm-hmm. So new economics for women dot org. If you want to know more, you'll see a big blaring picture of me and my kids right there on the bottom of the home page, too. And that's what got me to tell you the truth. And like, and we know that we, we've talked about it plenty of times. And from there, I just remember hearing on the mark and everything that was about and wait, what you stood for as a human being, oh, you know, you. and it, it created like uh, a call of urgency. 
for me and mm-hmm. i just thought what are ways that i can help you know what are ways well, I, when you things? asked i was like oh well shit <laughs> it's yep. only me there's a lot of help yep. i need yep. <laughs> so and that it started was kinda... off with simple things it started off with just helping with inventory that was like one yeah. of the first things i remember going on mm-hmm. with you and then looking for manufacturers to make like different brands like I mean, yeah because we're designs. gonna change we're changing manufacturers oh my God. and yeah. it was so crazy it's that trip so to arizona too oh yeah. my god we drove to arizona six hours to arizona yeah and i remember just to find the manufacturers and i just I was just so astonished by the way that these jumpsuits would make women feel. And I said it to you, I was like, it's so crazy that the way that they feel and the way that these women light up when they put on these jumpsuits, it's like, I can provide that without ever having to touch them. You know, I, or I that's how I've, I was always like, Casanova yep. ain't got nothing on me because I make women feel sexy and beautiful mm-hmm. and I caress and hug their body all day long. All day long. And I don't even have to touch them with my hands. Hey, but that was really what it that's was. That's what for my clothes like, do. Seeing on the market. Make them feel sexy. Yeah, make them feel sexy. Make it, and it doesn't matter. I've seen women of all different shapes. Right Don't now, we just did a custom order for a professional wrestler. <laughs> she's 6'4". She's 260 pounds. Mm. And she is, she is <laughs> wearing my jumpsuit. It rocks. Killing I'm it. so excited. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's cool. like, we can go on for days and days for different names of people that were jumping on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we that's we'll have to be, cut that out. Might, but that fly that, really needs to get out of the shot, though. He's like, out. he's a photo bomber. I want beef. It's all beef for me. We keep this shit unedited. It's, oh my god! It, it's all beef. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so anyways, okay. so yeah, so we do make women feel sexy. That is the thing that I yep. love the most. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we gotta talk about the fact that I just smacked this shit out of my own face. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't know if we're leaving that in the shot or not, but there was a fly, and he wants to be friends with Giovanni. Yep, and, and he landed on your cheek, and you literally just slapped yourself to get. That I'm gonna be corny, fly. but you know it's because I'm the shit. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh no, that but was hey. like a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but so that goes perfectly right into the next yeah, thing. Like, yeah. With on the mark being so beautiful and being on what it is. Thank you. I never really understood where Unedited came from. And Unedited, if you guys don't know, is another clothing brand that she started. And it's just for, you know, us. It's for men. It's for men. That's my mm-hmm. t-shirt line for men. Although my daughter rocks my half-naked body on her t-shirt. <laughs> yep. And, um... When people ask where she got her shirt, she's like, oh, that's my mom on the shirt. So I just think that's cute. But she says that I should make a women's line with my pictures as well. So what the whole point of Unedited is, just so you're aware, since you have some of my gear, Mm -hmm. where it came from was... I had this picture that I shot with John Stutz and we I've shot literally tens of thousands of photographs with him. He's amazing. I've shot with him a few times and I've met his book and the last shoot that I did with any photographer during my fitness career was with John Stutz. And it was uh, November 2014 before I retired from fitness in 2015 and it's a shot where he had me on my knees, um, on my hands and knees, and my stiletto is going through a thong, and I had to whip my hair. Uh, I'm not kidding, I counted the frames. We whipped my hair 43 fucking times. And he used the first shot out of the whole set, because he said that was the best one. 
and um, he ended up not using it for anything. So I said, hey, you know, can I can I do something with that? And he was like, yeah, just let me edit it. And I was like, no, 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 I like it. Leave it unedited. Mm. And so that was where the name of the t-shirt line came from, unedited. T-shirts. Yeah, and so I was like, I like my men, like I like my photographs, unedited. And so it just became, again, a concept from my own, you know, making, just my essence, how I am. I like everything to be very unfiltered, unedited. I like people to show me their grit and show me their, their grease and show me their shit and that way I know what I'm fucking with because I'm already going to see the best in you because that's how I get down. Yep. So I like the unedited version of people because it gives me the reality of what I'm about to encumber upon in my life. And should I choose to move forward in those situations, whether it's business, personal, um, romantic, I... I like the idea that there's no surprises. I signed up for this shit. And so for me, you know, it's just all about having that reality check of myself or other people like, hey, everything's been checked at the door. Yeah. I mean, all the bullshit's out the way because we've already discussed it. We hung it up, but we know it's there. So it's like, it's cool. It's not an elephant. I think that's one of the, I I love the term when people are like, oh, well, let's address the elephant in the room. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you knew there was an elephant when it walked in and you yeah. allowed it to get bigger and you yeah. not, you tried to ignore it. Why would you uh, Why would you address it in the room? Like, why'd you even let it in, dumbass? Exactly. And like, yeah. that's that's one of the things that I, again, you know, I, I cling so hard to on, on, like, on the mark because of the new economics for women, how they help single mothers mm-hmm. and obviously coming from a single mother home. But even unedited, I, I, I gravitated to that as well yeah. because that is something that I, I, I push in my life every day. You know, I'm... I'm constantly seeing things. I'm from the East Coast, okay? Yeah, we know that. And you guys you are different. Know, it's, yeah, we're East Coast and West Coast men are really different. We're, it's just a different like mind yeah, culture. We're built differently. We have seasons, so survival kicks in right away. We have to switch our survival tactic, tactics based on the season that it is. You know, that's why on the East Coast, when the summer comes, the death rate goes up. You know, and when oh it God, just, it's wild. But that it, is, that's true. But that's such a trip. It's kind of it morbid. Is, sorry, it is. It's very, but it's unedited. It's the truth. It's something that like you learn to see. Mm-hmm. Past what people are showing you and really get to down like of who they are based on character and again right. we've talked about this before I believe character is what you do when you think no one's watching you and I've learned to always watch I've learned to always keep my eyes open and see what's going on see why people say certain jokes why are they comfortable saying that what are they doing and it's because they're trying to portray something mm-hmm. they're trying to be something for the people around them and they're not being very unedited they're being mm-hmm. highly edited to the point where it's like Bro, no, you can sense, you can sense, yeah, you can sense bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's, it's funny because the whole point in creating the, the t-shirts was really about, I just wanted to do something with that picture because I just thought it was (laughs) such a badass picture. And I was like, of all the photographs in my career, the one that, um, sold the most was there's a shot of me. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sure you have, um, like on Google, it's a shot of me in a wife beater and I'm kind of looking down and the wife beater is lifted up. Um, really high towards my boobs and you see my abs and I'm kind of looking down through my arm. I'm looking down through my arm and you see my eyes and so really my eyes are the dominant part of the photograph. And I've always, um, I've always known that that was like the most popular shot and then 
when this one got done, I just thought it was so cool. And I was like, if he's not going to use it, it's going to be my next most popular shot. So um, I wanted to just do something with that photo. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it started from. And I think that's a beauty. That's a t-shirt it. line. The simplicity of it. Yeah. I, that Because we're always, people like to create origin stories for the person who created mm-hmm. it. And then you come mm-hmm. to find out it is just, oh, no, I just like that picture and I put it on a shirt. Yeah. But for so many people, it creates, even just for me, I can't speak for It creates else, a statement. It, it created is. a statement yeah. for me. You know, it yeah. is something that I, I, I tied on to and it's like being unedited and even being on this show we have the on the mark and then we have the unedited yes you know? oh that's the picture yeah. oh yeah there, there you go right there. <laughs> that's the picture right there thong heel hair flip yeah first the first date. one of 43 on. we don't make this shit up we're not amateurs and that was the other thing too I've actually had photographers say uh, you know if the photographer would have just edited the lighting you know I was like well that was the whole point it's is to like unedited. to leave it unedited I liked the flaws in it I mean I have like a little bit of wrinkle on like right above my ass and the small of my back there's like a little bit of wrinkle where my I have like a little Vienna sausage packet like it's like little rolls <laughs> miniature rolls and it's there you have to look really close to see it but like it's there I, I just I I like I like those flaws I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's cool and I wish that more women especially in fitness yeah. where they didn't used to do airbrushing because when you're really super fit like you don't need it why the fuck would you yeah it's mm-hmm. like women are getting photoshopped to look like your ass like seriously mm-hmm. so but like I, I love the flaws because to me, they're not the flaws; they're the uniquenesses, and they're they're so cool on every woman. Everybody everybody has different ones. So and not even only yeah. women, because like with the man, the men aspect, mm-hmm. there is a, a standard of beauty for men. Oh no, know? and it's getting more and more like that. It's, so and you kill it, and you kill it, and in, and it's amazing to see how you were able to still capture because every guy that puts on the shirts love mm-hmm. it immediately mm-hmm. whether they're big small skinny yeah muscular. I liked I, I was looking for a specific type of fabric and everybody Quality. kept going oh Pima cotton Pima and I was like that shit's expensive but I got the next best thing <laughs> um, it's still expensive but they're they're less expensive than Pima cotton and they are really really economical and that you can wash and wear them over and over, over. Yep. but it's it's combed ring spun cotton it's really soft and super wearable mm-hmm. but then when you wear it in the gym and you launder it and then you like want to wear it out you, can. you actually can yeah, yeah and I rock them all the time I, like while I'm out and about like I'm putting them on and it's and I get compliments on it all the time and that it makes is, me happy well is. the cuts are nice too yeah, we, everything yeah. the way that it yeah. makes my body look the way that I feel in it it's soft so it's like and it's also durable you know it's not something that's going to catch a hole in it when you right. washed it a couple times right. you're like oh where yeah. this little no hole it's good from? stuff no all my shit is made here in the USA so quality we don't go we don't go cheap on it and I then, mean just yeah. to even say and think about, you know, how we met from On The Mark, how I just really learned about and edited, and then we took it a step further by, like, putting them together. Well, we met this girl, mm-hmm. and I have been thinking, because everybody kept telling me, you need to do Periscope. I don't know if you remember yeah, Periscope. Okay, everybody's like, you need Periscope. to do Periscope. And then Periscope came and went, and then they're like, you need to have your own YouTube. And I was like, mm, I don't know. And then everybody's like, you need to have your own podcast. And yeah, I met this girl at, mm-hmm. the, at the gym, and she was like, yeah, I have my own podcast. And I go, you do? And so she showed it to me. She only had, like, two or three apps episodes and she goes I go would you be willing to do one with me Mm. like like for me and she was like yeah she did all the she was really smart she's like producer editor yeah I mean she just knew lighting she knew cameras she was really smart and I liked what she did with her so I was like 
yeah, let's try it. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. I would love to do one with you. And then um, I was like, you know, we need to try it with different hosts. And so we were testing out different hosts. And I, I never thought of you the whole time. I'm like, yeah, I got this guy and that guy. So we tested on camera with a bunch of different people. <laughs> and I didn't like any of them. So none of them ever came out. I didn't like any of the cuts. I didn't even know there was tryouts. Yeah, there were. <laughs> and then one day I was talking to her and I was like, <gasps> She knows you. And I was like, oh, my God, Kayla, what about Gio? And she was, ah, I didn't even think of that. She's like, I love you guys together. You guys are so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we're like so cool together. Like, because I just feel like, yeah, naturally, like our chemistry and like when we debate or when we see eye to eye, like there's a lot of there's like a lot of magnitude in the chemistry. There's just there's always so much weight there, but like in a good way, like it's very impactful. And she was like, oh, my God. She was like, she saw it in her head when I mentioned it to her. We're face to face. She was like, oh, I could see it. I could see it. I was like, I know. Me too. So we were like so excited that first time that we yep. had you on camera. And we we're like, yee. And so, yeah, now here we are. And here it is. <laughs> and it's crazy. I didn't even know it. And it's it actually showed. Because like for me personally, I it might not show here on our podcast because it's uh-huh. so dynamic. Like we are very good together. We talk constantly on our own. You know? Yeah. And our conversations are way more flowy than this because we know we, we're learning how to do it now. Yeah. It we're learning how thing. to do it. As performers. As performers, But yeah. it, it's weird, so we don't perform. That's why this shit is so raw. Exactly. I just <laughs> snacked myself on camera. And it just, like, it just goes to show, like, I did have an insecurity about going on camera. Because, again, I'm very low-key about what I do and how I do things. Mm. I'm somebody who doesn't want to have camera time. I'm some, like, I was somebody who didn't want to be on camera. I didn't want mm. the attention. It wasn't about that for me. I was always about stay low, keep firing. You know, that's something mm. that, like, me and a good friend of mine, we always said to each other. Right. Jaylen, well, James, Mr. James said everyone else but it came down to like we would always remind ourselves is like stay low keep firing and it's a and anybody who's in like i'm not military or anything like that but you know mm. I, I do have an enthusiasm for guns i do have an enthusiasm for like war tactics i write i read different type of war tactic books mm-hmm. art of war 48 years of power etc so um stay low keep firing stuck stuck very low like very it stuck to me very strongly because it, it's very important to know in gunfire, staying low and keep firing is how you stay alive, you know? And in this real world, that's how I felt. It was like, you know what? Stay low, low key, do what you got to do because don't let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. Most people that are seeing you succeed, they're going to want to pull you down. They're going to want to say negative derogatory things. Look at any YouTube comments that are out there, you know, maybe not on ours, maybe on ours soon. It might be right. But you're on camera now exactly. and you're and not low key anymore. Nah, it, it so. became a thing where naturally I was comfortable with you yeah naturally we've already had progressions yeah because we had already had so many like really in-depth conversations that when we finally did go on camera together I think we were both like in the back of our head going damn all the all the conversations we had that we could have put on camera that were so good like we had so many good conversations and it's just about and it wasn't even conversations that we asked for it was natural it was organic it was truly unedited it was on the mark every time for how we felt there would be even today you walked in you're like without the effort too yeah without the effort without the effort of oh it's being this or it's being that just who we are organically especially in our conversations I feel like that's like the selling point for anything that we've ever done together is just like who we are organically together because it's not is not like manufactured we don't have Mm -hmm. to really try and and when there's an agreement or a disagreement like it's so we're so authentic with each other and so raw with each other that we'll go in and we'll have that conversation whereas the reason most people go through divorces or like break up friendships is because they can't have those authentic conversations without 
over personalizing shit and 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 having like their egos involved. I feel like that's one of the areas where we've we've done the most um, in terms of our progress as For friends. Sure. Like we really have a truly um, authentic connection that's that's not egoic yeah. and I think that's where it's I like, think that was the first thing though because we are people who we understand we, we can be ego we do have big egos we do have things that you know we why we and we don't ego. have to call each other out yeah. it's like we'll call ourselves out we when we're that. talking to each exactly. other exactly and we did that already we, we as soon as we met each other we left the egos at the door because we like they introduced and they were like alright it was kind of like its <laughs> own thing it was the ego thing. was like uh, I think I'm just going to go hang out in the closet. You guys stay in the living room. Yeah. 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 And it was, and that's where like the organic from it comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just always goes to show like everything that we talk about being on the mark, being on edited, it always pushed forward on like how we wanted to live our lives. You mm-hmm. know, it, we have same parallel thoughts about a lot of things. They might not be the same, you know? Well, no, that's the blend that makes it so great is because you are East Coast. I am West Coast. Um, I am Gen X. You are millennial. You know, the male-female perspective is always really dope on any commentary that you're like, whatever podcast or radio show, there's almost always a female um, accompaniment to the male or vice versa. For sure. You know, there's always that, that, I mean, you know, Robin and, um, Howard Stern, you look at like Ryan and Ellen, um, the breakfast club, they got, uh, Angela Yee Lee. Yeah. So it's like, it's that male, female component is always dope. But I think more than anything, like where we really have, synchronized our efforts with this with on the mark unedited is the idea that we can blend everything we just talked about into something that people actually find some kind of value in i mean and that's what i think is great like i had my favorite email that i've gotten so far was of of anybody was a girl saying hey when are you guys bringing it back she was talking about season two and she was like i love listening to you and geo because i feel like i want to level up when i listen to you guys oh yeah and it makes me happy to hear that like i don't i'm not like going oh i want to be an inspiration but you know what it's not like a bad thing if you happen to like touch move and inspire somebody's heart that's like yeah. that's what we're supposed to fucking do in this world people yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you guys inspire me some of the things that I get in my my DMs or in my emails um, <laughs> I seriously like some yeah. of the things are just like really you know when people comment on my work when people comment on um, some of the comments on my photos are very I uninspiring I was about to say. <laughs> but some of them are actually inspiring I mean like I, I hear really beautiful comments and my I see beautiful comments in my dms and in my in my um email so no i i really value that but i see the importance of it i've started to notice um i was very stingy with the information that i was giving people when i was trying to help people you know i was Mm -hmm. there that's something naturally that i I fall into line with um i'm somebody who always wants to do good for you know try to help somebody get out of this Mm -hmm. situation especially if i understand and it's that it's that little bit of mm-hmm. codependent element that we all have. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You have a little bit of that. We all, yeah, <laughs> That's another sure. area we match really well. Exactly. We're codependently like depend independently. <laughs> We're, codependent. <laughs> We're independently codependent. We're, yes, exactly. <laughs> Other situations. And it, but it showed it, it is Shows, something that I true. look at now yeah. and I go, All right, there is a mass out there that can be reached that mm. it might stop me from having to talk to every individual that I walk by to say, hey. You well, know. you answer before people ask. Yeah. That's the thing with, with having a podcast with a woman mm. who's older, who's um, 
from the West Coast. If that if that makes a big difference, I it don't does. know. But a lot of the women, you know, a lot of the women from the West Coast remind me of men from the East Coast, and a lot of men from the West Coast remind me of women from the East Coast. Don't oh, that's quote me on it. Not all. That's interesting. I'm just saying there's a lot of there's a lot of difference. I've noticed, especially on the West Coast, there's a lot of men in the passenger mm-hmm. seats, mm-hmm. and on the East Coast, you're considered a bum if you don't have a whip, you don't have a place to stay if you're doing these things. Versus here, there's a lot of women that see potential in their man. You know, yeah. I've seen that a lot since I've been here. Um, oh. And it's like... Hi. Uh, <laughs> that all said, living on the mark unedited is all about living unapologetically. Discovering your purpose. Pursuing with passion and... Creating in truth. So that's what we wanted to talk to you guys about today was all the elements of that-ness. And, um, and, and what the whole podcast is all about. We're topping off the season by just really defining intimately what the brand actually derived from and um, the ideologies behind it. And how uh, yeah, how we met. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I can't wait to see you guys in season three because we're going to have a studio audience. Oh, and we're going to start having some drop-in guests and we're going to start filming more. So you guys are going to be getting some unique elements in future podcasts aside from the formatted versions that we've been evolving into here time to get really unedited yes so anyways you guys have a phenomenal phenomenal week we will catch you on the next one if you want to go back and listen to anything in season one please do feel free and feel free to share with all your friends via text via Facebook message via Instagram message. Carrier um, pigeon. Instagram story. <laughs> in your Instagram bio. Whatever, you know. I mean, oh, just, yeah. just share the just love. Just some different ways that you can possibly share. The just share the love. Share the love. And follow, like, subscribe, whatever shit that you have to do that you can, like, connect with us. Because I love it. being connected with you. I don't want right. to explain it to you anymore. Just do it. It's good for you. It's good for your soul. All right. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.